Hey friend, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. This is Misty Phillip. I am your host. And today we're going to talk about taking a digital detox. I have parenting kids and technology expert Molly DeFrank, who has written a book called Digital Detox, the two-week tech reset for kids. Now, Molly, she's been featured on Good Morning America, in Parenting Magazine, The Daily Mail, and The Sun. She is a a wife and mom. She has a degree in international relations, but she's a stay-at-home mom to her kids and a foster mom, and she has kids ages 12 and under. So she is in the thick of it. She shares a simple two-week tech reboot that can change everything for your family. So this book gets into the science of why pulling the plug of the technology plug on our kids is a good thing. We know as moms, when our kids have been on their devices too long, they become grumpy, distracted, even disobedient. And there is brain science behind this. So we're going to dive into that. We're also going to talk about why we should prioritize our family and remove that temptation of uh, technology, even if it's just for two weeks to do a digital reset. So I can't wait for y'all to listen to this show with Molly DeFrank. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Molly DeFrank, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am thrilled to have you on here today. I want to do a quick intro for those who do not know you. Molly is the founder of the online digital detox, and don't we all need a digital detox, where she helps families free from their addiction to devices. You have a degree in international relations. And here's a fun side note. You worked as the press aide for former governor of California and the Terminator, (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger. So now you are a stay-at-home mom and you foster and a foster mom and you have six kids, 12 and under. So Molly, thank you so much for joining us today, taking time out of your busy mom life to be here with us. Thanks so much for having me, Misty. Yeah, so let's talk about the detox and why did you write this book, The Digital Detox? Yeah, well, I bottom line is I wanted to help parents. We were early investors in the technology that came out. Let's see, the iPad came out in 2011 and the iPhone came out in 2007. And for a while there, that technology, a lot of us parents bought in early and we thought we bought into the marketing that said, this is how you help your kids get ahead. This is how you create little brainiac rocket scientists. And I was all about it for my oldest kids. But over time, we started to get these nudges and these, you know, hints that something was off meltdowns after screen time, even when we'd set timers, you know, we were responsible about it. We didn't let them have unlimited all day access. And finally, one day I had enough and we pulled the plug cold Turkey on our kids. 
I was totally terrified. <laughs> and <laughs> what we found on the other side, I had so many fears. And this is what holds back a lot of parents is they think, well, am I signing up for two weeks of those meltdowns I see after screen time? And the answer is no. And that's what I didn't know before we did our detox. And what I do know now is that not only is it not two weeks of horrible behavior, you actually, it's like flipping a switch. You get your kids back. They're happier. They're calmer. They get along better. They're more creative. And so I help parents do that. And the results for across the board, it turns out this, this detox can be copy pasted and replicated in all kinds of families with similar results. So that's why I wrote the book while I was researching it. I found, I read through tons of incredible research that we're just beginning to scratch the surface of across all disciplines, neurologists, psychiatrists, psychologists, all of these experts, teachers, are telling us this is a huge problem for our kids. It's making them depressed. But what I didn't find was a book or several books from parent to parent saying, okay, let's be real. This is how you fix this thing. This is how you get through this detox, these couple weeks. And this is how you put technology in its right place in your home. And so that's the book I wrote. So this is only a two week detox, or do you find that people do this longer than, than two weeks? So tell me, tell me a little bit more about that. So I recommend two weeks because you can do anything for two weeks. That's right. <laughs> you know, That's I, absolutely right. If you want to exercise for two weeks or do a, a special diet, like you could do that. I could do that for two weeks. That's when I talk to my friends. That's kind of how we feel. And two weeks is long enough to see the positive results, but it's not so long that you feel super overwhelmed. So it, it gives you enough time to observe your kids without any technology at all. It gives you enough time to reset their dopamine levels back down to real life because those levels have been just excessively high thanks to their interactive screen usage. And, and it gives parents the insight to make that long-term plan so that it works for their family. So I do recommend, however, that if you can extend it and if you want to, you go for that. And it, it's a lot easier when your kids are younger to kind of, that's what we did. We said between my husband and I, we said, we're, we're going to do this for two weeks. But then we looked at the calendar at the end of the two weeks, the night before we were going to be done with it. And we said, why would we go back? This is <laughs> right? phenomenal. So we pushed it out and we actually could do that because when we announced this to our children, we told them until further notice, we're taking all of your screens away. So that was an option for us. And I, in the book, I encourage parents, if your kids are young enough, you can do that. If your kids are, if you've got tweens and teens, you're going to be like, that won't fly. <laughs> you know, those <laughs> kids are counting down. They can read calendars. They know all of that. So, and so it does look a little different for your older kids, but I do recommend if families are finding great results and they're loving them, absolutely extend it. Yeah. So when my oldest son was in college, one of the books that he had to read was The Shallows. Have you read that? It's what the internet is doing to our brains. It's by yes. Nicholas Carr. It's a New York Times bestseller. And I read the book along with him and I was fascinated just at how the use of the internet in particular is shortening our attention span. And so I know that you see the same things with your kid. You mentioned the dopamine levels. And when we we can pull them away from that. I think that it, we can actually help our kids to create longer attention spans. One of the things that I did for my kids, I homeschooled my kids. And so it was really important to me that we utilize technology as a tool, mm -hmm. but that they were reading books and novels and so that they could have that longer attention span. So we can't just take the internet or their games away and not replace that 
with something, right? So I'd love to know if you've got some recommendations for parents. If they're pulling their kids off of technology, what are some good things that they can do to replace that time with? Or do you just give your kids creative time? Yeah, that's such a great question. And this is the first half. The whole first half of the book is about this. It works. It walks parents through that two week span very practically. And I actually break down. We found that every successful detox has four things in common. And you can remember that with the acronym undo. You're going to undo the tech trance. So the U stands for unplug cold turkey two weeks. That includes TV, Netflix. All of it is off the table. But like you mentioned, if you just leave it there and you take away your kids' devices and then walk away, you know, you're setting yourself up to crash and burn. The goal is not to just cut them off completely and leave it at that. You you are kind of creating space to connect with your kids and observe your kids like never before and to help them connect with their friends like never before. So we are all about that relationship. I mean, we find that the the detox is like a relational defibrillator for families. It's Love that. you enjoy connection like you've never had before. So the U is unplug cold turkey, but of course it can't end there. So the N is notice your kids like never before. You're going to watch your kids. You're going to look at their skills, their talents, their interests. Where do they linger a little longer? Are they interested? Are they watching you cook when you're making dinner? Do they want to help a little more? Are they into drawing or art or, or do they hang out at the piano a little longer? So whatever you observe in your kids, you are going to feed that fuel, those healthy interests that they have to be the wind beneath their wings. You know, the wind in their sail, you're helping them develop the ways that God uniquely wired them. So that's noticing your kids. And that includes shortcomings. If you start to see, oh, this kid really can't sit and wait their turn in a board game. That's terrible. This is not right. So, well, guess what? We as parents are are the people in charge of helping them develop those skills. So it's really this opportunity to see what do our kids need? Where are they? Okay. And what do they need? And how can I help them through that? So that by the time they move out of my house, they are, they have the skills they need to function and flourish in this world. So that's noticed. And then the D stands for develop a list of screen-free fun together. So after you break the news to your kids and 99% of the time that uh, parents will find that their kids are not thrilled. So if that's, if you're at that boat, you're not alone and it's okay. That's the hardest part of the detox by far, but you're going to sit down with them and you're going to develop this list. I've got free templates on my website. If you want to use those and free ideas too. Harken back to your own childhood. What are we going to do? You got two weeks. We're no screens, not one inside. What do, what do you want to do? Do you want to learn how to do a cartwheel? If your kids are little, you know, do you want to reorganize your cupboard? And there might be groaning and that is okay. And the purpose of doing that list is twofold. Number one, you parents are busy. Life is busy. And if you're trying to take a phone call or do some work or switch the laundry over and you got kids saying, I'm bored. Now you can point to this handy dandy list on the fridge. Oh, consult the list. There it is right there for you. But the second, yeah, it's great. The second reason is you might find as many families do that the kids don't even need to consult the list because you've walked them through the process of negotiating their own boredom and brainstorming and using their imagination. Because as one author put it, you know, our boredom, our kids' boredom is not a problem to solve. That is their imagination beckoning them to create something, to make, to look at their surroundings and reach within and come up with an idea of what to do. So, you know, for too long, we as a generation have been numbing our kids out instead of cultivating them. And we find this two week span is an opportunity to kind of completely shift the setup and, and make a difference, make a change. And the last 
letter there and undo is open the books. And you can, I promise you, you can make a bookworm out of any child, even if you think your kid doesn't like to read. Many families find that because their kids are numbing out on devices, there's no interest in books. And that's what we found. In fact, one of our kids had little to no interest in reading. And I just assumed wrongly, some kids don't like to read for pleasure. Well, you can change that. Some kids maybe have less interest naturally in reading, but you can help them. Reading is a a doorway into every hobby, every activity. Find, um, I recommend for those kids, you get a nonfiction, look in the um, kids nonfiction section. And instead of going for the bestsellers, go for, you know, like basketball, get a book on basketball tips or basketball history. You know, you'll find things that they're into. Go to the topic rather than necessarily the best-selling fiction. So, you know, help your kids. It might take a little effort on the front end, but it will repay dividends, I promise you. So I actually, I agree completely with you. And that is the way we raised our boys. Like I mentioned, books are so important because here's the thing, parents, if you teach your kids to read and to love to read, like Molly was saying, they can teach themselves anything. It really is the door that is open to them. Readers are leaders. And I love the fact that you take them to a topic. So I did that with my boys when they were younger. I had one kid who, you know, really young, he was into dinosaurs and and then it was Legos. And then as he grew older, it was cars. And, And so finding those topics are great. Another place that I've really found to develop their character is with historical fiction mm-hmm. and with other like character studies, they need to have models of people in the world that are heroes that they can look up to. And, you know, opening the books is another great place to do that. So I I agree, you know, having activities ready for your kids too. I think, you know, we had like art supplies out and available to the kids. That was another way that they could, or the Legos, or we would have table time as a family where we would sit and have conversations with the kids there. And we would just grab Legos along with them. And we would all kind of build and talk about what's happening in the world. And that was another great place that we could connect with the family and just having those activities activities available. I think that's Mm -hmm. so important. That's so good. And you know, I'm wondering too, if some of your listeners are thinking, well, we have those things in my home, but my kids just aren't interested in them. They're collecting dust on the shelves. And this is what's so great about the detox is the problem today is not the lack of available play options for our kids. They probably have more options, Legos, art supplies, all than they've ever had before. The problem is lack of interest. So our kids aren't interested in those things. And then we get back to why. And the fact of the matter is that their dopamine levels are sky high when their screens, when their digital entertainment is a part of their daily life and real life cannot compete with that. So And this is something I did not know going into our detox. So, so parents are probably noticing this. They notice something's off, but here's the science behind it. Our brains are wired to release dopamine, that feel good chemical, that neurotransmitter when we experience anything pleasurable. So you're going for a walk, you hug your loved one, you eat a bite of delicious food, dopamine is released. That's how we're wired. Well, these brilliant tech engineers have taken what we know about the human brain and dopamine, and they've baked dopamine release points into their apps, into their games. And as a result, so much dopamine is getting released into our kids' brains that the dopamine receptors are numbing out. So now it's like any addictive cycle where you need more dopamine to get the same amount of enjoyment that you once had from 
an activity that produced less. So our kids, if they're looking at their screen and they're looking at a puzzle, real life, a puzzle cannot compete there. It's, it's there's science behind it. There's science behind the meltdowns. There's science behind their lack of interest in other activities. And when you do the detox and you take it all away, you're resetting those dopamine levels back down to normal real life levels. So now they have a shot to reawaken those interests. And that's why the detox works. And that's why it works so quickly. Now, how often do you recommend families do this? Like, is this like good to do like a quarterly reset? Or do you recommend families, since there is that effect on the brain, do you recommend that they, you know, only allow certain times for devices? Or, or what is your, what are your thoughts there? Well, you know, because the goal of the detox isn't to eliminate all technology forever, it's just to put it in its right place. So I recommend that if any family feels that technology has taken up too much of the family household, it's becoming, you know, less of a tool and more like they're a tool for its use, then try a detox. So that's going to look different for every family. I'm sure every family will land in a different place on that long-term plan. The second half of the book helps families to kind of create those. But that's the beauty is, you know, God put parents in charge of their kids and they're, he did that with intention and he knows your strengths and he knows your kids and what they need. And, and we sharpen each other all the time. And, and parents have that unique insight into their kids. And you can see, and even child by child, I know that kids from trauma or kids with ADHD, they respond differently to interactive screen time. And if your listeners are hearing this, if you've got an ADHD kid, if you've got a kid who's been through trauma, you probably are nodding along like, yeah, I've seen that. My one of my kids can handle an hour of gaming and they're fine after another one. It's 15 minutes on the iPad and we've lost them. They're a mess. And there's science behind that. So that's true. That does happen. So, you know, your kids best, you, you got to view that kind of in doses and, and just, I would just encourage you to take that authority that God has given you as parents. And we don't have to wring our hands living in this technological age. We just need to roll up our sleeves. So you have what you need to parent your kids well through this. And as often as you feel like you need it with older kids, it is a little different because you want them to have a part in the conversation. You know, when you're parenting little kids, it's, it's more authoritative. You can tell your kids in the same way you'd say, go to bed at seven 30 to your four-year-old you don't also put yourself to bed at 7.30. You can kind of just implement these things without getting skin in the game. But when our tweens and teens and we're walking them through this, we want to bring them in on the conversations. We want to ask them a lot of questions like, hey, have you noticed that you feel bad after too much time? Have you noticed being ignored by people? Maybe I made you feel like that. I'm so sorry. We want to get this right. We're going to try this thing. What do you think about it? So, you know, use your parental insight on your kids and, and you're going to find great results. I love that. I think that's fantastic. You know, another thing that we did with our boys as they got older is we talked to them about the dangers. We talked to them about the research. We also talked to them about having an employer in the future and what they posted on social media because employers will go back and they will look at social media accounts for an example and to go through that history. And that kind of made our boys not even really interested in social media, which was a huge blessing for for us, but we also had so many different activities for them to be involved in where they didn't have a screen. Now they're in, they both do something with computers now, uh, two of the three boys. So they definitely have screen time, but I think they know how to manage themselves. So I think your point is right. Like 
we know our kids, we know best as their moms, how to mold and guide and direct and shape them until they're able to do that on their own. Mm -hmm. So Molly, thank you. This has been a fantastic conversation. I encourage you moms out there to grab a copy of Molly's book, Digital Detox, the two-week tech reset for kids. Reset your kids, get out into the world, play with your kids. You are the only one one that can be their mom and go have fun with your kids. I just read a post my friend posted, you only have 18 summers with your kids. So I encourage you to do the digital detox and, and make this summer count. So last words, Molly. Yeah. I just want to encourage parents, you know, you can do this. I know it sounds scary, but you got this. I'm here to support you. You can find me at my website, mollydefrank.com. I'd love to hear from you with any questions. And thank you so much for having me, Missy. Thanks so much, Molly. This has been so fun. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Philip, and I would love to connect with you there. 